This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Incoming friend request. How's it going, man? Hey, buddy. I'm good. I'm good. It's this, been a this fucking is, week, but I'm good. This is the intro. This is the intro? Yeah, how's that? I like it. It's fine. Welcome to Friend Requests with Josh and Joe. Mm-hmm. Here we are. What are, our, what are our fans called? Oh, man. They're called Questies. Quest? Oh, boy. Can we get some Quest loves in the chat? Get some Quest loves. I was really just going to pitch friends and just like, hey, friends. <laughs> oh, friends is good, but. I like quests. Know. Yeah, quests. Because here's the thing. This is about us being friends. Yeah. We don't really want to invite the people who listen and support us to feel like they're our friends. <laughs> That's parasocial. That gets messy. You know, they're observing us yeah. as if we are zoo animals. Okay. So. We are. Yeah, we are animals for their pleasure. Yeah, we're here for their pleasure. It's like Chick-fil-A, but not bigoted. Right. Uh, You want to say your full name? Yeah, uh, it's Andrew Jackson. (laughs) And I'm the $100 man, Bill Franklin. (laughs) Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin. (laughs) Why did I forget? Did you say Bill Franklin? I think my brain went $100 bill, frankly. I love the concept of him being like, they call me the $100 man. I'm Benjamin. What the fuck is up, colonial America? And they're like, Ben, what do you mean by $100? Also, you don't have to say colonial America. This is the only America that's existed. (laughs) That is now. Pre-revolutionary America. Pre-revolutionary. Ben, what are you cooking up? Ben, the lamest. I've come back from... I went to the future, but only till 1784. Yo. It's impressive technology, but I didn't get that far. So, like, everything's the same, just less British. When I got hit by that lightning when I was flying that kite with the key on it, I fast-forwarded, like, five, six, seven years, baby. (laughs) And I came back with syphilis. Syphilis. Straight fucking. Hey, can we get some syphilises in chat? Can we get some syphilises in the chat? I love that the chat for our pre-recorded podcast that is not viewable live. 
Correct. Although I believe that breaks the lore of the last episode where I did call it the world's yeah. first real-time podcast. Hey, it's live to us. It's live to us. I have a joke that I wanted to run by you. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, did you hear about the weightlifter, the Olympic weightlifter, who lost his nutsack? I did not. He's okay. He's been pumping. He's an absolute eunuch. Hey. Amazing. Thank you. I came up with it while I was trying to set my camera up today. Oh, you came up with that? I came up with that today. That's a Dubai original. That makes it even better. I made it for you. I love puns. I thought you would. I was lying. I hate puns. That hurts me on a deep level, but... (laughs) I think a part of friendship is is the highs and the lows. Right. And I like how you didn't yes and me. You no butted me, which is the dark web version of improv. I'm a big no butt kind of guy. Uh, uh, how do you like your women? I like them like I like my coffee, no butt. I like a lot of butt in my coffee. What can I say? Are you a coffee man? Um, well, I mean... <laughs> legally no but um yeah no i i do drink coffee because i am you know i'm a corporate slave i have to be a capitalist boy um and so you know don't speak to me until my bean juice has entered my system also you gotta poop on the job oh my goodness and that can facilitate the job poop i i I'm very anti-pooping at work. Really? Now let me explain. I hear everybody getting angry in our in our live comment section right now. I am pro shitting on company time. I am pro bathroom use. However, I have worked at my current job for close to six years now. I have shit there exactly four times. Huh. Uh, I hate shitting and in general. In uncomfortable. No, I mean I have got nothing against a bowel movement or two. I just don't like doing it not at home. When I was in college, uh, the three years I was away for college, no, I pooped three times, once a year, at, not in my dorm room. Just a large bolus. Just a, it's just a perfectly oblong, smooth, just <laughs> sedimentary rock of shit. No, I've got... Gr- the thing is, so over on our other podcast, we talk about our poop all the time. Uh, I... What a horrible, horrible ad for yeah. the judges. I hope that there uh, are three people here who don't know about the judges and are like, huh, maybe that one's not for me. This one's already maybe, going to a place I didn't like. Maybe little Johnny Boy will skip this one. Um, all of our listeners, that's our listeners' names, little Johnny Boys. Hey, it's the little Ent- Johnny Boys. Entirely gender specific. <laughs> I love it. I, I have normal, you know... BMs. I'm a normal guy. <laughs> That's so good for you, man. Yeah. I got a terrible little tummy. It does all sorts <laughs> of crazy things. You got the TLT? I got the IBS, baby. But yeah, I call it TLT. I think all funny or hot people deserve IBS. Yeah. It keeps me grounded. You know, yeah. I'm, I go through my day and I'm like, wow, I'm so funny <laughs> and hot. The collar on my shirt is not rumpled at all. And I'm so well put together, and I've definitely been shaving this week. And, um, <laughs> oops, my runny poo-poos. <laughs> gotta get to the bathroom. I gotta I run. Know some, I know so many people with IBS, and I'm over here just like, I guess I'm just not funny or hot. Because I do not have IBS. You have a great personality. 
That's gonna be one of the one of, when you and I develop our dating app in three years. Right. Uh, that's gonna be one of the things. It's age, location, and then IBS, yes or no. Yeah, it'll yeah. be. Yeah, I'm gonna actually go back in time and I'm gonna change ASL to ASI. Yeah, and not age. American Sign Language. <laughs> I'm not gonna change American Sign Language to American yeah. Sign IBS. That would be terrible for everybody. I think we should call it, what what's the app? What's the app we're calling it? It's gonna be focused on IBS. So. Maybe um, a bowling for soup pun, like toilet bowl, like toilet bowling for love. And then we just get the guy from boilet, bo- bowling, bowling for soup. He's having a stroke, a folks. Ed. He's dying. I'm watching him die. I'm watching a man die. We get the guy from bowling for soup to do all the ad reads. And that's sort of the uh, end. If I, if I, if I, you know, when, when you're a young, virile, um, early 20s person like I used to be, um, <laughs> You're thinking, man, nothing gets me hornier than bowling for soup. Yeah. Um, can I pitch my concept for the name? Yeah, absolutely. I'm open, but I'm open to hearing, but I am closed for suggestions. Understandable. Just hear me out. You're number two. No. Okay. Okay, yeah. So that's a lot better than mine. It sucks that I am closed for suggestions. I understand that you are. I mean, what I admire about you is that you stuck to your guns and you were like, we're calling it. We're calling it whatever you bowling for deuce or whatever you decided to. So you punched up mine again, and I'm very upset. You can't <laughs> bowling for you or bowling for you. You could have just you could have just said that's exactly what I call it the first time. And there's no, bowling? it's not like there's a recorded audio log. <laughs> I'll just gaslight you immediately. That's fine. That's that's your bio uh, on the dating app. <laughs> on bowling for you parentheses deuce bio it'll of course be 28 right male right. no and then i will gaslight you immediately and that's sort of a fun little quirky in because somebody's gonna go they can't be serious they wouldn't put that on their profile and they so then somebody messages me hey are you seriously gonna gaslight me and i'll say what do you mean you're fucking crazy. It's, fucking crazy. <laughs> it's like it's in your bio. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're in. Who told you that? Your mom? Stop talking to your mom. Oh, are you drinking water? Yeah. That's good for you. I'm drinking Mountain Dew Spark. <laughs> oh, back to the Mountain Dew roots. I have never had it. I saw it and I thought, well, if I'm hanging out with Josh, I might as well try Damn. a new Dew. I... Cannot have soda in my house or I will drink it all down. I will guzzle it. I am on my a week three of breaking my no soda thing. Um, three weeks ago, I broke down. I had an RC Cola. And so I'm just kind right. of uh, on a bender. And then I will decide probably next Wednesday to stop it for another year. Wow, a year. I usually go for a year at a time. Yeah. So this you have off years on years? Uh, uh, no, it's usually an off year. And then, um, and then I'm like on for an intense two months, put on 20 pounds, hate myself, cry. Um, and then, you know, you get back off it and you feel good again. And then, uh, and then soda as well. But that was, yeah. Soda and heroin. (laughs) Heroin. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of the two. I can't remember. I think I'm on a heroin off. I'm on a soda on. I drink so much soda, it completely reverses the op- the or it completely overshadows the effect heroin has on my body. 
it's dangerous when I actually I shoot the soda up by mistake, mm. and then and it's then like that's my veins. <laughs> my blood is, uh, is Baja Blast. <laughs> five years when we launch our soda company. Yeah, our tagline yeah. will be "That's in our veins." Yeah, heroin. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> and then people will be like, "Why did you call it heroin? heroin?" And we're like, "It worked for Coke." And we'll get um, the guy from Bowling for Soup. Yeah, him as well. I don't want to. Oh. I don't want to completely push him out of this idea. However, I do need to talk about him while I stall for the name of this band that I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, of course. Uh, Give me one of their songs. I'll name the band. Well, it's the Foo Fighters. Of course. Uh, So, (laughs) of course, there goes my heroine is what we'll do there. How aware are you of how horrible it was to choose the Foo Fighters for a heroin joke? Oh, no. So, nope, I was not aware. <laughs> Sorry to Foo Fighters and Foo Fighters fans everywhere. Two for Foo. They really, I, I love Dave Grohl with my whole heart and soul bars, but um, it really, really is a bad run for him and having friends who do heroin. And if you are listening, Dave Grohl, I hope that you can forgive me for joking even a little bit. I'm currently staring at your autobiography. It's a delight. You're a delight. Make me famous and I'll be your son. Speaking of autobiography, have you heard about this buzz? This isn't going to be topical when this comes out. About Jeanette McCurdy's autobiographical, autobiographical book? I have. Not only have I heard about it, but I've <laughs> contemplated reading it. We're on the same wavelength. Right. It's sold out everywhere is the problem. I know. It's sold out. And on top of that, it would be like, wow, another book for me to put on my good stack of good books. I, yeah. It, it seems so. I don't know how much of an influence I currently had on your life. Much of one. Uh, likewise. Uh, so much so, I believe when I was messaging you about what our theme song should sound like, I believe I referenced iCarly. You did reference iCarly. As an inspo. So I went straight um, to Fredward, and I said, hey, great wedding video. Can you make my theme song? And he said, put that gun down. Let's talk about this rationally. <laughs> uh, the gun was filled with heroin. I was Filled <laughs> with heroin. It was a shotgun. Um, yeah. I'd- that was a Kurt Cobain joke. Okay, I, I listen. Hey, I got I it from Courtney Love. <laughs> Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. I stand by that. Courtney Love, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm reading your autobiography right now. I love Great some of your stuff. songs. I hate most of your life. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I really want to read it because I think Jeanette McCurdy is a very interesting person. I am fascinated by her, her strength. And I said, I said that so oddly. I think she's very strong, truthfully. And, I mean, everybody who, like, suffered at the hands of Dan Schneider, like... Yeah. Do Okay. Do you feel, however, that it may not even be worth reading it because you've probably disseminated all of the most important bits from people just telling the book on TikTok? So, the thing about me is I skip all of the TikTok. So I'm pretty safe in that regard. I also, love an audiobook, so I I am also on board with just giving her a little bit of cash. I would like to give her some cash. Yeah, I'd like to hand her five dollars. Right. Uh uh that is a Bill Lincoln. That's a Bill A hey, Bill Washington? Bill Lincoln? Bill, Lincoln. Bill Alexander Bill Hamilton. 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 Bill Alexander. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm. It's just that was just in the zeitgeist. I wanted to bring that up. It, it's so, it's so weird because, well, I guess it's not weird. I think the the crazy part is what I what I have disseminated from the knowledge I have taken in, and this is a mild spoiler. So I hope you don't mind if I say it. No, you're fine. She did. She does. She does say in part of the book apparently that she was offered three hundred thousand dollars to never speak about working for Nickelodeon under That's Dan cool. Schneider. Allegedly, allegedly Dan Schneider, you fat fucking idiot. Being fat's not a problem. Being fat's not bad. But Dan Schneider is an idiot, a gross, stinky slime man. And it's not wrong to be stinky. No, it's wrong to be stinky. It is wrong to be. It's immorally wrong to be stinky. I, yeah, it's it's so sad that, like, I mean, boy, here we are getting into it. I, I mean, I was, I, 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 I'll say it, I liked Nickelodeon growing up. I fucking loved Good Burger, and Dan Schneider is God, it's the one fucking film he's in, and now I can't fucking watch it anymore. It's like when you're watching Ella Enchanted, and what, what's that? It's a Weinstein movie. Really? Yeah, it's a Miramax. I I always in my brain mix up Ella Enchanted and Enchanted. Right, they and came so out like within four years of each other and have extremely similar names. There's a there's a term for that in the movie f- uh, industry. I believe they're just called sister films, and like the phenomenon, I, I think they're called sister films. But like it's the same thing that happened with Ants and Bugs Life. Yeah, you know, a sister like, film is when you like one film a lot. You've been watching it your whole life, but you think maybe we could get a sister film, something that I could also watch and enjoy while you take care of the kids. Kids, <laughs> chick flick, sister film. No, yeah, dude so, reels, dude. So yeah, you said Ants and Bugs Life. You know the big one, like the big, the big one for me. What's up? I miss. I totally got confused by both my cameras, and I'm. For the people who are listening, uh, missed my hand trying to count. Um, <laughs> happy feet, happy feet, surfs up. Whoa! I so I've never signed signed or seen either of those. You didn't I fully sign the entirety movie. of those movies for <laughs> the hard of hearing to be able to yeah. interpret. I never got around to it. Oh man, that sucks for them sitting in the movie theater going, "What's happening?" Josh was supposed to be here and do ASI. <laughs> Um, that's interesting. The one that comes to mind for me every time is, uh, uh, Interstellar and the other one. Don't, are Jupiter Ascending? No. That's just garbage. Um, it was Interstellar, because which one had, which one was, um, I'm bad with names right now. The girl from, uh, Anne Hathaway. Which one was she in? There's Sandra, there's Anne Hathaway one, and then there was a, uh, uh, no, fucking goddamn it! This is so embarrassing for me. You know that? It's okay. The the girl from Blind, the woman from Blindside, Sandra Bullock. Was in it? Gravity. Sandra Bullock. Gravity and Interstellar. There we go. I saw one of those. I saw. I've seen neither of them. But I always was like at the time, like, why are they coming out with the same movie this close to each other? They are. They are infinitely different movies. <laughs> they both are about space. To and that full that is where it stops. I just thought it was weird, and that's to me a sister film. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like when like Ant Man came out, and then uh, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, they came out twelve they years apart have- and had no related actors, and it was like, "What are you doing, Hollywood? I see you." 
Is Iron Man not an Ant-Man? I was really banking on Robert Downey Jr. making an appearance. <laughs> RDJ did not make an appearance in Ant-Man. I think I they probably Ant-Man they probably too. said like Stark in an angry voice. <laughs> uh well, listen, I am not a film buff. This is I th- this is completely 100% accidentally. This is a get to know your friends kind of question. Great, 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 great. Do you have any I guess it can be movies or TV shows that you've never seen and but every time you hear it you go I need to watch that. For a long time it was Ex Machina and then I fucking did it. You did the dang thing. The dang thing. Um god. Yeah, there there shows more shows. I'll watch a movie. Cuz yeah. if, I, if okay. a, sh- a show is like cuz a show can be like am I in the mood to set into this for Hours. weeks of my life. Right. Um, but a movie is like, hey, allegedly I'm intoxicated. I could watch <laughs> this right now. Recently did that with it, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I would recommend watching that sober first. And that was sort of a sister film with uh, Lightyear, correct? And Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for me, and I, I hate this answer because it's like such a lame answer. Um, but it's Breaking Bad. I can't for years. Same. I just I can't get in the mindset. To, I watched one episode and I was like, "Fuck, dude, <laughs> do I have to be strapped into that ride for the next two weeks?" That is so. That's a show that I also famously have never watched. I've only seen the season finales of all of the seasons. Wild. Because, and I did the same thing with Game of Thrones when it was airing. And I did the same thing with, uh, I can never remember the, the name of it, but it's the motorcycle show. Sons of Anarchy. Um, Sons of Anarchy. Because my roommates watch those shows. And I would never would. I would just be playing video games. and But whenever the season finale is around, I was like, I'll watch the season finale. Catch me up. I went to a school called School of the Arts. And the uh, okay. abbreviation was school SOA. And so for a long time on early Facebook, whenever people would post about it, it would be like, your friends are posting about Sons of Anarchy. And I was like, they, they certainly are not. <laughs> I watched hey. the finale of Game of Thrones after having only seen – okay, I didn't watch Game of Thrones because my dad was watching it and there was a ton of sex in it. And I was like, this would feel like watching – knowing that I was watching the same porn as my dad. And I don't want to yeah. live in that world. You don't want to watch porn with Joseph DeBone. That's not my dad's name. It's David Dubone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to watch, you know, porn with my dad. <laughs> what a fair. And no one should watch porn with my dad. Um, right. But I was at it's the summer of 2019, and I've got this weird on again, off again, like girlfriend who I was really just dating her family because she was always out of town sure. and telling me to go hang out with her dogs who live with her mom and dad and her brother. And the four of us became the best of friends. And I went over there and I watched the series finale of Game of Thrones with them with zero context of the entirety okay. of the show, having only seen of the battle season. at the wall. So you, so of season eight, like the series finale. Final episode. And I was like, wow, okay. the little guy is sad. And the dragon girl is here. And is Jason Momoa in this anymore? I don't know. <laughs> That's so... F- so have you seen Game of Thrones since? No. Okay. So I was always 
similar to Breaking Bad. I was like, I gotta watch Game of Thrones. I know I'm gonna like it. I like high fantasy, of course. It's, I guess you could call it high fantasy. Um, I would call it mid fantasy after watching that finale. So, I had seen a lot of spoilers, and like I'm, I'm an internet person as well. So like I, I knew spoilers about like, um, spoilers for Game of Thrones. R plus L equals J, and like what that meant, and like all this stuff. What I is? Watch, I have no idea what that means, but go ahead. Um, don't explain I, it. Just keep talking. Like, you know how you know how game theory puts out videos. I know so much about FNAF lore, and I've never even played an instant of it because I just like being a part of the conversation. Exactamundo, same, same. Um, so that happened to me with Game of Thrones, and uh, then I was dating somebody, and I wasn't really dating her. I was really dating her family. Oh, hey, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she lived in South Carolina, and I had to fly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, but she was super into Game of Thrones, and so we w- she wanted to rewatch it with me while I watched it. And knowing spoilers, knowing that John dies, knowing that the red wedding happened, and like the purple wedding happened, and like knowing all these events, and having seen some of them, it the first four seasons of that show was still like the best fucking piece of TV I've ever seen. Wow! Wow! And then it starts to suck, in like end of season five and then season six you're like eh. and then season seven you're like oh, i hope it gets better and then season eight you uh, are just mad and it's a so bad taste quality dips when george rr R. martin source material stops being what they're basing it on yeah entirely i have a theory a film theory okay okay i'm listening they said that george railroad martin did not finish writing the show because he wasn't done with the book so there wasn't source material to work on i think that's bullshit i think that he did have a a hand in like the skeleton of how the last four seasons went and it and it was his like basic outline for how he wanted to finish the book and he thought i can use this show as a fucking test run see how people like it if they love it i'll just do a better version in the book and then they hated it, and he's like, oh, no, that was really my only idea, and I've been lying for years because I just I don't want to write this book. And now he's try- he had to start over from scratch. So I like your theory. There is a small hole in it. Sure. George R.R. R. Martin did say that, that how the show ended is how the books are going to end. Oh, so he confirmed it. <laughs> now... The reason why they suck, and we don't have to stay on this for super long, but the reason why the show got worse is because, uh, and I, I sort of have this, I have this, when I say something is bad, I think it all depends on context, right? Like, I'll, I use this as an example all the time. I, like I said on the last week's episode, or, or last episode, I really like the movie The Cat in the Hat right. from 2003 with Mike Myers, 2001, 2002, somewhere around there. It has plot holes. 2003. I was living in Tennessee when it came out. Sorry. That's how I remember things. Uh, it has plot holes. And you can point those out. But that movie isn't trying to take itself seriously. So to me, that doesn't matter. I'm just looking at the film at what it's trying to do. When you're watching Game of Thrones, the first four seasons, it's very, very specific. Like It takes them months to get from one point in the, in the world to the other. Right. And then once... The source material starts running out. They just started to have like big dragons and fights, and people just started fucking instant transmissioning across the continent. Oh, they unlock they unlock quick travel. (laughs) It completely ruined like any stakes, and uh, so like that's why the last season felt so bad was because like 
stuff just stopped making sense in the in the sense of the world. Like it just didn't make sense. But that's enough about Game of Thrones. For now. I'm ending it. For now. For now. Come back next week when, you... when I <laughs> tell you more theories that have been proven true. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of people said that though. But he did say, like, no, Bran is gonna be the king. But which it could make sense, but not in the sense of the world. No, I mean, um, I have, I have, I can't contribute. Why am I trying to be like? Yeah, and here's my con. Yeah. I just said I have no fucking idea. I'm just such a goddamn narcissist that I need everyone to think that I can hold my own in a Game of Thrones talk. I um, once faked a conversation about Breaking Bad with a teacher in high school. That's awesome. He was my favorite teacher, and he approached me in the hallway, and just broached the subject uh breached he brought up he said did you catch breaking bad last night and i said yeah <laughs> great sure did. great show and he said brian cranston is an outstanding actor and all i knew is that he was the the malcolm in the middle malcolm dad in the middle, so i just yeah. said it's just so wild seeing him go from malcolm in the middle to breaking bad <laughs> And then he proceeded to talk about the episode for 10 minutes. And I was like, uh huh. Yeah. Dude, and like that cameo by Frankie Muniz? That was crazy. When he played the meth. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Cracked the meth open and it was just little blue Frankies. Would you say that that teacher was a friend of yours? I wanted Mr. Orvin to be my friend. And then I visited the school again as an adult. It was not uncommon to revisit the school I went to because it was a small um, art school. We all had to audition to get art in there. School. We had like intensive classes. So I will. One of my actual friends in real life is is my former creative writing teacher. He's like a future version of me. It's very interesting. And I'll go back and visit and sometimes talk to the classes about what I'm doing with writing. And I went to talk to that teacher because it was going to be his last year. And what I had thought was an eccentric, cool, like, oh, Captain, my Captain, Robin Williams-esque teacher was, in fact, an insane man, completely no. unhinged and completely detached from reality. Not a bad man, but, like, not a man who should be in charge of anything anywhere at all. The, the illusion was broken from high school. I was like, man, if I saw you on the street, I'd be concerned for my safety. Oh, no. He was just like, wow, oh, and I, he was like Kramer. He was like talking to Kramer. It was so unhinged. And as an adult talking to an adult, it was like, hmm, you've lost some of the mystique, but I'll hold yeah. you in my heart forever. It really is, and this isn't a unique thought or experience, but it really is when you get to that age of your life where you're like, huh, our teachers were just adults. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, yeah. I guess Mrs. Smith did have to go to the grocery store a couple times a week to, like, feed her family, huh? I guess they had to. Speaking of feeding our families, let's take a quick break to talk to our sponsors about feeding their families. Maybe we have a sponsor. Maybe I just said something that didn't make any sense. Either way, break time. Break time! 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back at the top of the hour. <laughs> I was about to ad-lib a song. Sorry. <laughs> you did the perfect cutoff because now we can just pretend like it was going to be good. Exactly. Wow. What a great thing we all heard. Um, hey, speaking of unique experiences. Yeah. Ever had anything happen between you and the lead singer of Paramore? Yes. So this is, this is a story that I oft forget oh you forget um, about Haley williams yes so i i am a a day one paramore fan you could call me yeah early adopter so yeah i was in on the ground floor um <clears throat> Haley yell yeah williams uh if you don't know lead singer of paramore uh pop punk band i'm sure you've heard misery business oh my god sure. that's the one that goes i've got a business it makes me sad that one yeah, um, and then the back half is just misery, 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 all alone in the moonlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Right, and it, it's 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 kind of this really fun play on words because he was actually born in Missouri. Fuck. But so it's kind of like a little twofer. So Maroon Five uh, stole true. that concept. Yes. Okay. F- fuck you, King. Adam Levine. <laughs> Stephen King pre-stole Missouri as a concept. Um, I'm sorry, I already pre-stole actually- that. I thought about copywriting that the other week, so you got to give it back to me. Ooh. <laughs> um, she's actually born in Mississippi, but wow. Uh, Haley Williams, great person, I assume. I don't really know, I guess. But back in two thousand nine, the good old days. Uh, Facebook was popping. All right, this is this was the year that everybody our age ish was moving from MySpace over to Facebook, posting about Sons around. of Anarchy and poking everybody. <laughs> Our parents had started to invade mm. Facebook. Yeah. So, of course, yeah, you're, you are correct. We had to re- remove ourselves from... I'm sorry. Our parents were trying to invade MySpace. We had to move into the world of Facebook. And soon and after, this, they followed. And it used to be set up very similar to, like, a modern-day Twitter. Or, like, right. kind of like MySpace. You had a Facebook wall, and you would customize it. And, like, it was kind of like MySpace. You would customize it. You would put some stuff on there. And there weren't like fan groups or pages or like business pages. It was just meant as a social media platform for people. Right. So that means celebrities would just have accounts. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't, wasn't like, like uh, I, remember I remember there was a big transition, transition from celebrity, celebrity pages to like groups. And, and that was, was a big thing. It's like, right. this is the group for Adam Levine stands. Of course. Right. The worst group ever. I fucking love so, five. I gotta be honest. You love Maroon Five. I can talk about that later. Please go. Uh, back in like 2009, Paramore still pretty small band. At this point, they had released Riot, uh, which was the tra- uh, the album that had Misery Business on it. But so they were decently sized, but still pretty small. And I looked up Haley Williams on Facebook, and lo and behold, here's Haley Williams, and she's posting and stuff, right? And I became her friend. 
I, I guess I sent her a friend request. Right. And we became friends. And this was, again, 2009. This was, so she was born in 88. So she was like uh, 20 years old. So like st- she was also still pretty young and like stuff like that. So like too I was. Old, too old for you. I was 14. And I'm not, I don't mean it like that, but just a sense of like, we didn't understand the internet yet. Right. Of course. Right? So she didn't have and to so, accept. And exactly. But like she was crossing this parasocial bound that like kind of hadn't really existed before. Like you couldn't go to like um, Courtney Love's MySpace page and be like, "Who the fuck is Steve Yesterman from I uh, Oak, Iowa, who just has like seven kids? Like, why is Steve in your top five? Like why is yeah like that didn't happen? So Facebook was this new ba- barriers, and I became friends with Haley Williams, and then she just randomly made this post like, "Hey, who wants to be my brothers and sisters?" I will because you could add family members and it would show on your thing. And I got added as Haley the motherfucking Williams brother on her Facebook page. That's legally binding. And then like a month later is when they added groups and then it disappeared. Oh man. Do you have screenshots? No, this was pre even considering anything like that. Dude. This was back went back then and Zoomers, you're gonna freak out when you hear this, but it's hundred percent true. You couldn't like hit like shift print screen on your computer to take a screenshot, you had to hold tracing paper onto your computer screen and then take a sharp number three pencil and trace over it. And that's how you took a screenshot. Yeah. Back in the day, um, there's actually so much static electricity on the monitors that it would produce kind of like a layer of texture that you could actually get like a grave tracing. That's actually how those Etch-A-Sketches were invented because they were like, hey, this is magnetic somehow. That's why we kept um, making smaller and smaller monitors so we could pick them up and shake them easier. <laughs> uh, so that's, uh, I got added as her brother. And then like a month later, they added groups and like celebrities all went to group pages because I imagine yeah. brands understood and like agents were like, you can't have direct access to your fans. You can't make them all, it's legally binding. Now they're all going to want to be in your will. Now, haters will say, that could have just been a fake fan page. And I retort, then how come there was posts of her that were clearly selfies from a camera, from a cell phone? We didn't hmm? have hacking back in 2009. Hmm? How did that happen? No, I believe you. But I was, I was young enough to where it's like, looking back on it, I'm like, that probably wasn't Haley Williams. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But maybe it was. And I've hey the judges follow uh Haley Williams hair brand uh uh die we all die young die young something about die young what too can't name it, but I follow it they don't follow us back but if they do you know I'm gonna say hey do you remember a little Facebook it's me your long lost brother Josh <laughs> so there's my Haley Williams friend request story that's dope I man. I'm Facebook friends with the CEO of IGN, the video the C- game network. Uh, that's crazy. Irritable game uh, network? Yeah. I just, um, it's actually Imagine Games Network. Really? I could have never told you what IGN stood for. Well, as as Facebook friends with Per Schneider, <laughs> who is the, either the president or the CEO, and I, honestly, I just sent him a friend request one day because I used to want to work there. 
That's crazy. And he was just like, sure, man. Just like, sure, man. And I hit him with a DM. I was like, I'm not old enough to work here, but it's my dream. And he was like, keep at it. And did you keep at it? No. <laughs> because I, heard, I was listening to a podcast of people who worked at IGN. And they were like, yeah, nine of us live in one apartment here in sure. L.A. It's horrifying. And I was like, couldn't be me. That's awesome. Um, he is going to hear this episode and find, find out that you haven't still been at it and will unfriend you. That'll be fine. I deserve it for not sticking with it. But you know who didn't stick with me? What's that, Joseph? I have a friend request story myself, Josh. Okay, and this wasn't planned? This is us naturally thinking of segments? It's just us off-the-cuffing it. Our planned segment was Game of Thrones. <laughs> My theory is that George R.R. R. Martin knew we were going to make this podcast. It's been confirmed. He said. He said that this is how it's going to end. He said, then the, pro, the epilogue is the podcast of two fucking whiteys. Making a goddamn podcast about nothing. The Seinfeld of podcasts. Let me set up on my Mountain Dew Spark. I really, I really needed that. I really wanted that pregnant pod. <laughs> I was just letting you fucking drown in that moment. Let me, let me drown in my spark. Um, okay. It's the early days of YouTube. 20, okay. 2009. Memes aren't really a thing, mm -mm. but viral videos, the progenitor of memes, and there will be a, there's going to be a fucking know-it-all in the comments of our live stream podcast saying that memes have actually been around since the dawn of the Egyptians, um, but whatever. YouTube, anything can happen there. Smosh is still bad, and <laughs> but great. Um, you know, every now and then just real porn gets put on it. Oh yeah. That's how I used to find it. Um, <laughs> you go on, you go to recently uploaded and you refresh it until you find 30 seconds of porn. Then you go, that's porn. And then you don't do anything cause you're 11. You couldn't figure out your own, your own bait and tackle. You're just like, Hey, I know something's going on here. Good to see it. Love You love to see it. You love to know that it's out there. You love to know that people are making that weird frog shape with their bodies. It's great. What is humping? Still not sure. But you get you get this one guy. You get this guy makes a video. It's a very washed out yellow video with a yeah. very beautiful, memorable synth beat. That's not it, but um, <laughs> pretty close. I think that was Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it was Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh well, I'm of course talking about Chocolate Rain by Tayson Day. Wonderful, wonderful song. A song that, while easy to make fun of, is actually a song about real systemic racist problems in America. And the older you get the more you can go back and listen to it and go, oh, fuck, mm -hmm. bars, facts. I can't believe that they made a Darth Vader parody of this song. <laughs> yeah. So Tazon Day, internet music yeah. legend, moves away from the mic so he can breathe, makes chocolate rain. The world has changed. Like I said, there's a what Darth Vader mean? version of it. He goes on to make a parody of that song with Dr. Pepper. 
Cherry chocolate rain. I was wondering if you were bringing it up. Yeah. Oh, because the soda itself bad. Really? Oh, I never liked it. Cherry chocolate? There's already cherry in Dr. Pepper. I guess I never thought it was cherry chocolate. I thought it was just cherry and Dr. Pepper. I thought they just put... Because in the music video where he's got these, like, you know, big booty babes. And, yep, you know, he's taking this song about systemic oppression. And he's t- <laughs> he's the artist. He's allowed to do it. But they've turned it into, like, <laughs> like a fucking hip-hop bop about... He goes, oh, my cherry chocolate ray. <laughs> Tay. What happened, Tay? Tay, the deepest voice in the game. Um, oh, I love him. So I'm obsessed with Tay Sunday. Uh, fast forward to 20, I want to say 2014. I've made a Twitter because I am actively trying to always know when Nintendo Amiibos are available. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I thought that sentence was going to end with like, because I was starting my budding musical career and I wanted to have... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Amiibos, actually. No, I made a Twitter so I could track Amiibos <laughs> so I could go collect them all. I did not collect them all. I did. Now, here's the thing. $14.09 per Amiibo, and I have 70 of them. So that... <laughs> 70? 70? Where do you keep them? Two little baskets by my other desk. Two baskets? Not even delicately. <laughs> and a couple of them that are out. I don't know why I did this. I would get up in the morning. I would I would wait for Target to open. With like a couple other people. I would wait in front of Target. I would wait in front of fucking Toys R Us. And lines of collectors. And I'd go and I'd get the exclusives. Okay, I don't like that word. Continue. One time I sat in a fucking mall. For... <laughs> I you sat in a mall right. waiting for a guy I met online. Oh, no. I waited for him for f- fucking two hours. He was late just to fucking buy a Dark Pit and a Charizard Amiibo off him because I couldn't get him in the wild. And that man was Tazonday. Tazonday adds me on Twitter in 2014. He added you. He adds me on Twitter. I am a nobody on Twitter, right? He adds me, and I go, that's insane. That's the verified Tazonday account. So I started a thing. Was this pre-Blue Check? This is with Blue Checks. They had Blue Checks back in 2014? That's crazy. He follows me on Twitter. I'm freaking out about it. And I, I, I go to myself, well, hey, I should get his attention. So hashtag. I started a thing called hashtag every on day. So every okay. day I would tweet at Tazon Day, something completely benign. Hashtag yeah. every Tazon Day. So you're going for more of a numbers approach as opposed to a quality attempt. My goal was to get a response or to get blocked. Sure, one of the two. As every parasocial person wants. Exactly. Um, and I was four days into it when he liked... Four Tazon Days. Four Tazon Days Whoa. into it. Only li- four? Only four when he liked the tweet. And I was like, F- I fucking got him. I fucking got the boy. Right? <laughs> now, you might think it was weird that I went on that Amiibo tangent, but it all comes together. I had a very successful Instagram account called Amiibo Story, where I took upsettingly high-quality photos of action figures. <laughs> I'm talking... Joe, <laughs> I don't want this to come off as an insult. It will. It's okay. That makes sense. 
I like I and I don't mean that negatively. It's okay. And I would have never I would have never independently thought like I bet you Joe fucking took pictures of amiibos, but when you say it I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. I mean, I like, had amiibos, even... I had Nindoroids, I imported figures from Japan so I could I have I have very high quality figures of Link and uh and Metal Gear Solid characters. Anyways, I had a very I was like, I've got a picture of almost every character in Smash Brothers. <laughs> and I'm telling you, these pictures I've shown people and their response is usually Fuck you. Why is that good? And I'm like, I don't know. It shouldn't be good. It shouldn't be good. It was just me and a phone. Um, and I got it. So he likes a tweet. So I fucking te- I tweet out, at Tezande, who's your main in Smash Bros for Wii okay. U and 3DS? Right. Um, hashtag every Tezande. He DMs me a response. Okay. Fucking, fucking two words. Mega Man. Really? And I have the screenshot. And um, so I just responded with the glossy JPEG of a beautiful picture I took of Mega Man. (laughs) And he saw it, read it, end of our interaction. A few months later, he was no longer following me. Whoa, now that's almost more interesting to me. In that time period, I got followed by the official Mindy Project Twitter. Why? And I got followed by the voice of Siri. What's Siri's favorite Super Smash Brothers character? I couldn't think of a catchy thing. She, she responded to like my first tweet where I said, why is the voice of Siri following me? And she was like, it was just like, just trying to blah, 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 blah. It was stupid. Meow makes once retweeted me. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. So that was my so Tay Sunday, and you'd think like that's the end of the Tay Sunday story. I thought I really did. I thought so too. I thought so for years of my life. Fast forward, I'm talking with my friend Grogan. Naturally, everybody has a friend na- now. Grogan is a pet name. Everybody has a Grogan. Their name's not actually Grogan. That would be asinine. Continue. No, Grogan is a Grogan. <laughs> Through and through, Grogan is a growing Grogan. And they're like, hey, remember Tazon Day? And I'm like, yeah. And we talked about Chocorane. And I said, you know, this is going to sound crazy, but Tazon Day followed me on Twitter once. And they sure. said, Tazon Day followed me on Twitter in 2014. I said, Tazon, that was when he followed me. I make, I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I have found someone sure. else who has a Tazon Day connection. So, um, I, at the time of my life, I am being throttled on TikTok, but I go, I'm going to, I got a post about this. It won't do well, but if it sees people, great. I also made a post on my Instagram. People were coming out. I got at least like 200 confirmed cases of being followed by Tays on day in 2014. Just by random people. Just by random people. No connection to each other. Not even just my mutuals. No one, like, no friends. Tazon Day was following random-ass people in 2014. And I can't for the life of me understand why. No one has an answer. Were you following him first? I was, I didn't even know he had a Twitter. I hadn't seen him. I hadn't seen him since Cherry Chocolate Rain or, like, a YouTuber's react. That's so strange. Yeah. Like, what possessed him just to search up on the worst app in the world random usernames? I have to I have to think it was a PR team move to 
to bolster his following base. Sure. And then, you know, once you follow back and then you cut ties. But the unintended unintended consequence is me. Now, if you go on his Twitter now. Okay. A lot of NFT stuff. A little disappointed in you, Jay. A lot of NFT stuff. But I've got this. Okay, I've got this. I have a mutual... I have a mutual on on TikTok who's real-life friends with Tayson Day. Okay. And here's my solemn vow. I will do everything in my power to get Tayson Day as a guest on this podcast. Dude, hey. We can ask him to his face, why did you send so many Twitter friend requests in 2014? That is is a, a goddamn feat if we... That's sort of... Are you familiar with the podcast podcast but outside? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. That's our he's our John Ham. He's our John Ham. Tayson Day is our John Ham. John Ham is our Tayson is their Tayson Day because Right. Because we did think of doing a podcast before them. We just didn't get around to it. Yeah, and where Tayson Day um did like a really good uh song about like racial insensitivity and problems in America, uh, John Ham did Blackface on Thirty Rock. So <laughs> John Hamm did blackface on Thirty Rock. That's why it's no longer that episode is no longer available. Was that what? No, and I've seen Thirty Rock. I don't remember any of it. It was, was one of that? the live episodes. Oh, was it blackface like Always Sunny does blackface, or is it blackface and like Always Sunny and Tropic Thunder, or was it just blackface? It was smeared like, oh, we're not really doing it, but we're doing it, and then like a like a like a minstrel voice. Ah. You know, it was Tina Fey being like, I can can be a little racist. It's okay because I voted for Hillary Clinton. (laughs) That I had no, I have no, because she was, John Hamm was the pilot. No, no, that was Matt Damon. Matt Damon was the pilot. To my knowledge, Matt Damon, no blackface, no blackface. He did. Oh, wait, no, that was, uh, that wasn't Matt Damon. That was, um, who's the guy who beat up the, the, uh, Asian guy. Oh. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Mark, Mark Wahlberg, yeah. I'm just punch an Asian guy. Yeah. yeah hey, look uh, that up. Mark Wahlberg beat Asian people out of racism. What I don't understand is like, as a celebrity, how do you just get into those situations? You go, I'm above consequences. So yeah, so we'll work to one, get Tazan Day and Haley Williams. Those are our two gets. Those are our two gets. And then we'll get John Ham, and we'll fucking we'll fucking interrogate the shit out of Mr. Ham. It is fun too, like uh, as somebody who's only had a following for uh, about a year, maybe a, a couple months over a year. Uh, the first time somebody reached out to us to be on their podcast, we were absolutely floored. We were flabbergasted. It's a wonderful person. His name's uh, Stephen. Uh, oh, Stephen the I podcaster. Yeah, Steven the podcaster. He has a uh, he had a podcast called a Comedy Advice Podcast, and uh, I'm blanking on his last name. You are not person. having a good time with names today, my guy. I am two pre workouts deep today, and I just worked out once. So, oh, sorry guys, he's too fucking I'm... amped. He's in the mood for lifting, not for thinking. Some would say I'm crashing. That's why you have to drink a Mountain Dew Spark at almost it's, bedtime. It's... His name is also not Steven, it's Stefan. Stefan Satani. I don't know Stefan the podcaster. I only know Steven the podcaster. 
He's a he's an Arizona based uh, comedian. We were f- enthralled because someone's like it was just like holy fuck somebody is recognizing us and wanting us to go on their show. They think we add value to their show. And then we looked at his lineup that he's had in the past. I mean, we're talking Colin Mockery, uh, Chris Gethard. Oh, the Gethard. Uh, among others. He's got hundreds of episodes. And uh, we asked him as, afterwards. We got along with him great. He's a really nice guy. Um, we asked him, like, how do you get all these people? And he's like, oh, you just ask. Right. People right. like talking, especially people in the entertainment industry. And so, like, that's the crazy part to me. And, like, I, my brain still doesn't work. Like, I still feel like I'm bothering people when I'm talking to them that are content creators. But the crazy part is I feel like we're not that far away from getting Tayson Day. Oh, I think we could get Tayson Day. I mean, like, listen. <laughs> off the record, listeners, don't tell me when I said this. Like, I'm hell-bent on getting Hank Green. It really is, like, you, you forget. And I, I believe not long into our mutualness. Yeah, which um, is what we are. We're, we're, just, we're still just mutuals. Right. Uh, and I don't think, honestly, we'll ever get past that point. This whole podcast is a sham. Yep. Not long into ours, you posted an Instagram story that said, like, how often do you forget that creators are just people? Yeah. And I'm constantly reminding my followers that. Because the, the responses on it was, it was like 40% of the people were like, no, I never forget that. And I messaged you, and I was like, bull fucking shit. Right? I'm right. a creator, and I forget creators of people all the time. All the time. I have never had a situation where I became mutuals with somebody where, like, because very often I'll be like, hey, like, glad to be mutuals, love your content. Or I'll make a video where I'm like, got a bunch of new mutuals, just want to know if, you know, if you're here, because I love what you do. I'm, I'm glad we're mutuals. And people be like, I can't believe it. It's, and I'm like, can't, you should be able to, I'm literally a fucking dude. I work a nine to five. I ain't got nothing good going for me. Got nothing. No, how it, it similar to what we said earlier about the teacher thing was like, it's like seeing, seeing a content creator just like at their nine to five. You're like, Oh yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I guess I only think of you when you're being funny, funny person in the little box. I went to Home Depot a few weeks ago, and a girl working there, I, I could tell she recognized me, because um, there was, like, a level of, like, no fucking way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, later on a video, she was like, did you, were you at Home Depot? And I was like, yes, you saw me in my dirty, dirty, my dirty, dirty cleaning clothes. What's, and this might be too personal of a question, let me know if it's crossing the line. What's your social security number? And it's a two-parter. What do you dislike being known as more? Cthulhu guy or Hobo Johnson guy? Okay, my social security number is seven. And um, I, it, that's okay. They both have their issues. Sure. The biggest issue with the Hobo Johnson one, though, is that there is a not small amount of people who do think I am Hobo Johnson and will not do the legwork to actually find out who Hobo Johnson is. The amount of people who have been like, wait, this is Emo Joseph. And I'm like, yeah, smart guy. (laughs) But I thought that you were Hobo Johnson. Like, Why are you a cartoon idiot? Why are you a Muppet? (laughs) I thought you were Hobo. I thought you were Hobo Johnson. Famously, there's only three white men in the world, and we sort of all just like go around being different people. Now, you, neither you or I are the are the white men that sometimes cosplays as uh, Mark Wahlberg. 
So we're clear on that front. Also, I think Hobo Johnson is Hispanic. Although you can be Hispanic and white. I'm Portuguese. Oh, I'm a quarter Portuguese. Hey, a Portuguese. <laughs> a Portuguese. Hey, holy fuck! Do it. We're gonna bookend the fucking show with, with two wonderful on the spot puns. I guess we are, buddy. Great. Hey, episode two. How are we feeling about it? I think that episode two is pretty good. Do you feel like we have um, gotten better as friends in the course of this episode? Uh slightly. I think the poop stuff. The poop stuff was there. That was like a very, you know, you don't talk about that with just anybody. No, I mean, and uh, I was just uh, joking about this earlier with my actual friend, uh, Christian. Oh, yes, of course. Co-host of the Judgies podcast. Where you only Um, talk about shit? (laughs) We were talking about... It's called um, the Judgies. Sorry, I'm going to keep interrupting you because you're such a dick. Um, (laughs) It's called the Judgies. All they do is they look at r slash toilet shit and they rate they rate the curl, they rate the consistency, they rate the no. girth. You will not be surprised, but there is a, a subreddit that does that. Oh, there's a subreddit uh, for dragons fucking cars. Of course there's a subreddit. Don't ask how I know. Uh, there's a subreddit for dicks and shoes. That's, I, that's besides the point. Dicks and shoes, I, like, I might have to check that out. It's hilarious. It's a kink um, for someone. For me, funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. But you only poop, talk about poop when you're letting your guard down, when you're like someone. So we count that as a win. I'm going to count it as a win. I think we are a skosh closer to friendship. Bye. He's gone. Now that Josh is gone, I can tell you about a little thing called Josh's secret shame. Josh is allergic. (laughs) You're never going to guess to love. It makes him cry blood from his butthole, and it's a bad, bad time. <laughs> he's gonna keep Josh is fro- he's for the listeners. Josh is frozen in a freeze frame, smug grin. Sorry, I just got back. I hope I didn't miss anything that you doxed me oh, about. Were you astral projecting? <laughs> I was in a I was in a different universe where I felt the warm embrace of a caring person, and I didn't break out in hives. Wow, I hope that that can be a reality for you one day, homie. Hey, thanks, man. Hey, thanks for being on a podcast with me. Hey, thanks for listening if you're out there. And if you're not out there, get back out there. (laughs) What are you doing inside? Your shoes are muddy. (laughs) Share share the podcast with everybody you know. And listen to the judges. And um, MILF song premiere tomorrow, which is crazy. Here's a crazy thing if you're listening to this in the future is that when we recorded this, a song I wrote called MILF song, which you've probably already heard because it's got Grammy buzz. Um, <laughs> Grammy buzz is when I, I sort of take loppers to my to my mom's mom's hair. <laughs> a Grammy buzz is when I get like super, I like snort like a little bit of cocaine with my grandmother. Uh, a Grammy buzz is uh, Buzz Lightyear's great, 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 great grandson uh, who, in, who was Alexander Graham Bell. What? Yep. But you know how to find us, so go find us online and not in real life and uh, come back <laughs> for the next episode. We're not good at signing off yet, but we'll figure it out.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.